If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Land on the line, then the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, then I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic sprouts a tree of ideas. Sometimes we give you some low-hanging fruit to pluck off, mm-hmm. and some you got to climb a little bit more for, but. The one thing they all have in common, Noel, is that they're designed to get you incredibly rich incredibly quickly. Wow. Thus the name of our show. Yeah. I guess that thus the name of our show would be Get Incredibly Rich Incredibly Quickly with Josh and Noel. We shorten it. Um, and uh, that's what we do, guys. We don't, uh, 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 it's not a one-size-fits-all no. concept. We're not like the Tony Robbinses of the world where we multi-level market you to pay more, to learn more. No, we just throw this shit out there. You mm-hmm. guys take it, you action it, you make it happen, you get obscenely rich, and then once you've made all that money, once you've got the gold showering on your head, your golden showers, once you've got the ducats just slapping you in the chest... Then and only then, Noel. Only then, after you've taken your golden shower and you're ready to dry off, reaching for your diamond towel. That would be uncomfortable. It would be, but hey, that's that's the price of fame sometimes. You say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. It was not my own gold that just showered upon me. Part of this gold comes from Josh and Noel. Mm. And I should return the favor and give them 10% of everything I've made after I was rich. Tithe us. That's the deal. There you go, guys. Tithe us. Boom. As if we were religion. Yeah. Um, And that sums it all up in a nutshell. In a nutshell. We did that so quickly, we may have a few extra minutes oh. to spare at the end of the show. Good. <laughs> we can get through everything. Um. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't seen you, Noel, in a whole worldwide week. You have. I mean, that's actually not, not true. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw you. I saw you Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. You showed up at my door. Yeah. Pathetically, and you <laughs> Pathetically. texted me. I couldn't answer, and then you just waited around for half an hour. I wandered the neighborhood, looked in stores. Yeah. Sad. Spending all the money that our listeners are going to send us. Before we even have it. Well, in my mind, I yeah. was. I was I was planning the oh, strategy. You were walking through stores going, oh, when I get that money, I'm going to buy this thing. Yeah. I used to do that with the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Noel, uh-huh. how have you been in the since since I haven't seen uh, you in four Super days? Fantastico. Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking about something. Were but, you? Yeah, I was. So Is this a patented Noel Deneen story we're about to hear? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll say yeah. Okay. Uh, so I used to work at this place when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It's called Earlston Palace, mm-hmm. and it was uh, a restaurant bar. Right. Was this the place where 
Right. You, you, I feel like you had told some story about a restaurant you worked at when you were in high school. Oh, I'm sure I've told having stories. Having to do with I, I worked there for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a really fun place to work at in high school. It was like a good place to pick up older women, older it divorcees, right? It was right? the biggest meat market, divorcee right. meat right. market in Toronto. <laughs> uh, business went down after it got written up as the biggest AIDS den in Toronto. Oh. <laughs> 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 Which, this was the prime... Uh, the prime time for AIDS. The nice thing about having no uh, short-term memory, uh-huh. generally, like I do, uh, is I get to laugh at those things over and over again because <laughs> yeah. they still tickle me. Um, and uh, it, yeah, it was super fun to work at. Uh, it was it was turned like a little clubby in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good money for a high school student. Yeah, I imagine. Um, how many days a week were you working there? I was working a few few nights, three, four nights a week. Wow. And you were able to get all your schoolwork done and yeah, all that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was making really good money for a high yeah, school Yeah, I student. mean, but that's the thing. That That's a trap, isn't they it? They kept, they wouldn't take me. I kept saying you can't put me on the schedule this much. Uh-huh. But they loved me because I, I was an, listen, as sad as to say, if I was put on this earth to do anything, it was probably to bus tables because <laughs> I was the best bus boy you ever saw. I really was. I they would give me like three quarters of the restaurant and bar and like all the busy parts, and the other three four people would have the rest. Mm-hmm. I I was a monster at it, uh, and they wouldn't give me days off, particularly in the weekend. And I was in high school. I wanted to go out in the weekend and so i'm i was i'm not the best liar eh? so i decided i'm gonna tell him i was in rugby at the time and i'm i'm gonna tell him that i got a bad hit in rugby and then oh it was a hit in rugby yeah did you get their license plate (laughs) oh (laughs) and that uh then after the shift i was gonna be like yeah doc said i gotta take a week off Uh uh-huh uh so did you actually play rugby yeah Oh wow! Played for two years. I'm surprised by that. Just given your your dislike of sports, yeah. in general. But when you're in high school, you kind of feel like you have to do these okay. things, right? Not not uh, my high school. I did two school. years of I did two years of soccer and two years of rugby. Yeah, my high school, you could take juggling as a. Uh, oh, I would have liked that. As, oh, that was fun. We had a guy, the guy who taught it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, not emigrated, but when you like jump off the train and, and seek asylum. Mm-hmm. That, uh, uh, he was like the head clown, the number one star clown of the Czechoslovakian National Circus. Mm-hmm. And they came to perform in New York, and he ditched. This was in the 80s, 70s or 80s when he did it. And uh, he ended up teaching. He was the soccer coach, but he also taught juggling at, at my high school. Mm-hmm. Guy was incredible juggler. Yeah, He could do like discs. That he'd throw, uh, literally th- almost the whole length of the gym, uh-huh. and he'd do like ten of them, and then he'd come back and he'd do like three or four rounds of that. Oh, cool! The guy could juggle like nobody's business. That's cool. Anyway. Um, so uh, I was a bad liar, and I wanted to do this. So I'm like, what I'm gonna have to do is I got a marble, and I put the marble in my shoe. <laughs> And walked on it all night because I'm like, if I don't do that, I'll get busy and I'll stop limping. Uh huh. So I put a little marble in my shoe to make sure I'd limp all night. 
Uh, uh-huh. And then, you know, and then I was like, yeah, I got to take this week off work. And they <laughs> gave me the week off and I came back and I think it was like a couple weeks later I told them, oh, yeah, I, I was lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> they loved me, though. They were like, OK. Uh, but uh, this one day I was working there and uh, this guy, Nasser, who was uh-huh. also a guy who worked there, he, another bus boy, this guy mm-hmm. from Iran. He and I were both coming from opposite directions, uh, and we both had full pots of coffee, Uh freshly, freshly brewed coffee in our hands. And in between, we were maybe 20 feet away from each other, and in between us are these meathead steroid-abusing monsters. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no... There's no chance they weren't. <laughs> I give it a zero percent chance that they weren't steroid abusers, uh, and probably way coked up too. Uh-huh. And they start getting into it with each other, and the one guy punching the guy in the face as fast as his arm could move, uh-huh. and they go back, 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 back into Nasser with these pots of coffee in his hand, and the brush. The hot, hot, freshly brewed coffee goes all the way down the guy's back. Oh, shit. And so, The guy who was getting punched or the The, guy who was punching? The guy who was getting punched, Uh obviously, right? Oh, God. And so that made it move away from him, Uh in which part (laughs) the other guy gained the momentum Uh and started punching as fast (laughs) as a hand could possibly move. (laughs) The other guy in the face, all the way back till they got to me... And the same thing happened. The two pots of coffee right down the guy's back. Wow. <laughs> and then they uh, fell on the ground and got broken up. But it was, you'd never seen people punch this fast and hard, and then both of them get two pots of coffee poured down their back. It was crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Second degree burns, too, I might <laughs> add. Yeah. It, it was freshly brewed coffee. I like that steroids make you feel no pain. Yeah, that as I said, I wouldn't case. doubt if there was some some cocaine involved with that. Oh, right, yeah. Because they were just so like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. It's almost like they were possessed by a demon or something I know, like that. I know, it was. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's interesting that they were like that. Yeah. Because today's topic, Noel, is... Today's topic is demons how to get rich with them how to possess yourself with financial freedom with financial freedom (laughs) (laughs) well no yeah demons is a hearty topic to take on you think so yeah, I, I meant that in a good way. Oh, like okay. Hardy, there's a lot to eat from in oh, the world there is. of demons and making money. Oh, yeah. You know, people think about demons and making money. They think of it basically in two ways, right? They make movies about it, uh-huh. or they try to summon a demon that's going to get them rich, yeah. allow them the demon to take them over and get them rich. But there's other ways to do it. There is. And why don't you tell us one of those ways? Okay, i got to say, too, fun topic to uh, research. I liked yeah. it. Good. Okay, so I started doing my research, and right off the top, I came across an online game called Cordial uh, Cordial Minuet. Cordial? Cordial Minuet. Thank you. Which is an anagram for demon ritual. I just want to say, 
that the story you tell, the fact that you just informed me that you worked at this place so much during high school explains a lot to me. Why? In terms of the way you can't read. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Uh, an online gaming gambling game where uh, players perform occult demon summoning rituals. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the winners get actual demonic amulets made of gold, silver, and bronze. Holy and you can shit. also win money, but those are the big prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who made it came up with the idea while reading a history of gambling, and apparently a lot of gambling games were once religious. Uh, the temple doubled as the casino on nights off, uh, a la church basement bingo. I was going to say right? church basement bingo or, you know, do you remember when they used to do the uh, uh, on Carmine Street that have the Carmine Street Festival for for St. Anthony's? Uh-huh. And uh, they had it wasn't like they had full on card games down in the church basement during okay, that. Okay, sure. You could play blackjack. Yeah. You could play poker. Like, and they eventually ended up getting shut down. It just stopped happening because they were told they can't do the gambling in the basement anymore. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, true to form. Um, and where was I? Oh, so, so gambling was used to commune with the gods. Uh, and uh, I, I, I did a lot of cut and pasting on this Uh-oh. one. I, I made it all crazy. But... Um, <clears throat> How did I lose everything? <laughs> ah, did you really? No, I didn't. I, I can see where <laughs> where I'm going here. Gotta um, read it over. As a professional cut and paster for this show. Oh, I know what it is. <clears throat> it, I, I I just messed up a little thing and I I jumped to a whole different place. Okay. Okay. So the way you play this game is it's got this mathematical based grid of squares with numbers. Mm-hmm. Um. And. I was looking at it, and I started following about magic squares. Just I, w- I was just thread hopping at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, magic squares were magical, mathematical-based grid of squares with numbers. Uh, they equate to demons through numerology. Uh, Solomon used magic squares to summon the demons that helped him build his temple. Did you read a lot about Solomon and all this? No, nothing at all. Oh, so Solomon uh, <coughs> summoned like 72 demons from hell. Who's Solomon? Solomon. I think it's the guy who Solomon's temple. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, and he summoned all these demons uh-huh. and got them to build the <coughs> temple and then banished them back. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot about Solomon with all these demons. Mm-hmm. Um like all you, you see all the numbers that were with the demons? I didn't look up really any specific demons. Oh, I did a I, lot of that. I was looking up more sort of the occult nature of it and uh the summoning of demons and stuff like that. Okay. I didn't go through like listings of demons and stuff okay. like that. So a major thing with all the demons if you look at the their official status mm-hmm. and stuff is they've all got the, they're numbered. Okay. Or a lot of them are at least not not every demon but a lot of them are. And they're numbered according to how Solomon had called them up. Oh, right? really? Because so, he summoned 72 demons. So Solomon is sort of like the father of demons to a certain degree. He's right? the, the, the great, uh, the great uh, 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 ascriber of demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in these magic squares, 
Um, all the rows and columns of a magic square add up to the same magic number, which then equates to the demon. Uh, and it reminded me a lot of Sudoku. I was just going to say that. Sudoku. Uh, right? And uh, in Sudoku, every row and column contained the numbers one through nine. Uh, and that's how it's always d- described to you. Mm-hmm. But if it is the case, then that means that the same numbers in every column, which means they add up to the same number. Uh, they add up to 45. So I looked up the 45th demon of mm-hmm. Solomon's demons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a demon called Vine. Mm. And uh, Vine is... Did the he create the uh, now defunct... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had a little spell down in Silicon app. Valley. It didn't go well. <laughs> uh, went back to hell with his tail between his legs. Um, uh, so Vine is the demon king of the night. Wow. Uh, and you know how they all have rankings and stuff like that, which I uh-huh. think is pretty hilarious. Um, <clears throat> he is an earl and a king of hell. I don't know how he can be both, but he is. He's an earl and a king. Okay. Uh, he is said to be the trickiest and deadliest demon there is. I thought Lucifer was the king of hell. Lucifer is in, he he's head of all of them, okay. but I guess there's kings underneath them. Okay. I don't get it, um, but there is. Uh, so, Vine is the trickiest and deadliest demon. Uh, his office is to discover things hidden, witches, wizards, <coughs> and things present, past, and to come. Uh, he creates storms and makes water rough. He brings down walls and <coughs> builds towers. Uh, he looks like he's a lion holding a viper riding a black horse, and he governs 36 legions of demons in hell. Wow. How many are in a legion? I don't know. Like a, a lot. A thousand? Uh, let's say a thousand. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah, and they're all like, yeah, the, the, all the stuff you read, it tells you about how many demon soldiers are under their command and all that stuff. Oh, wow. It's, and this is under Solomon's, uh, uh, Solomon has all this stuff, or was, this is in that, that it, game? It, that came from, no, 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 this is Solomon's stuff. This okay. is just demonology now I'm talking about. I went off that game Okay. once I got to Magic Squares, and I'm at Magic Squares, those right. are like Sudoku. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, I, th- I thought to myself, is Sudoku really a way of trying to trick the masses of people into invoking vine, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so I looked up a little bit about Sudoku. Sudoku sounds Japanese, and it did, in fact, uh, first gain wide popularity there, but it was invented by Howard Garns of Indiana. He was an architect who created the puzzle in his free time, uh, and it was believed to have been inspired... By the Latin puzzle called Magic Square. Oh, boy. Yeah, <coughs> I know. It's getting oh a boy. weird over here, right? A legion, by the way, can have anywhere from 5,000 up to 11,000 men. Okay. And so it, that's a lot 36 of 36 legions. That's a lot of demons, yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of demons this guy's in charge of. Um, so I thought to myself, why would Garns want to invoke Vine? Well, obviously, he's an architect. And one of Vine's powers is to build towers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, another thing that that links them up, uh, Vine uh, 
one of his things is to make people remember things, know things, mm. past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sudoku is often said to help the memories of the elderly and the senile. I haven't found that for myself. <laughs> Just keep trying. Uh, so he died before it came popular, didn't mm-hmm. get to see the evil fruits of his labor, uh, but now... Sudoku's everywhere. It's huge, man. Millions of Sudokus are done every day. Yeah. Each one of these is an invocation to the demon Vine. That's crazy. Right? So whether you like it or not, people, Vine is a coming. For real. Uh, I wonder why he hasn't come yet. Uh, he's it, it, Sudoku's just building in popularity. I, I understand that. Like, is he just biding his time waiting for... I mean, because there's... I mean, at this point, it's mm-hmm. like so many people love Sudoku. I know. I wonder if it's just people have to get to the right number of 45. Maybe. Enough. Like, there's going to be one day where there's going to be a, a Sudoku of puzzle in the newspaper. A lot of stuff you read about is like, here's how you do it. Now mm-hmm. do it over and over and over and over. Right. Right? <clears throat> um, so, uh, so he's a coming. Nothing we can do to stop it at this point. That that train's left the station. Mm-hmm. How do we profit from it, right? Well, let's look at what this dude does, right? He discovers things hidden, witches and wizards, and things present, past, and to come. He creates storms and makes <coughs> water rough and brings down walls and builds towers. Yeah. Well, uh, if you pay any attention to our dear leader, you know there's one thing that's going to happen if walls are torn down. Yeah, we're going to be flooded with immigrants. Flooded. <laughs> flooded. Uh-huh. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to take advantage of some of those rough waters that have been created. Mm-hmm. And you're going to open up a water park. And not just any water park. You're going to open up a water park <coughs> geared towards attracting Hispanics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, you're going to have... Uh, instead of hot dogs and elephant ears, you're gonna have tacos and other and other treats for the you know the Latin crew. So I'm curious if generally on this topic at this point you are full on considered racist already, or if you're just skirting the line. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's nothing, nothing racist about it. Okay. What what's racist about having a a, a theme park that uh, is geared towards? Uh, I'm just waiting for it. I'm the, waiting for the shoe to drop. No, you've got the whole shoe. You got both shoes. Okay, so it's just it's just it's just open up a open uh, up a water park. A water park on rough waters with that your are created. Target? No, no, no. The rough waters will be created by Vine, uh-huh. right? So you have a wave pool. You don't even have okay. to put a so motor in that. He's thing. doing this for you. He's doing it for okay. you. He's not just creating rough waters and then you're building up around no. it. All right, I'm just okay. He's I making got it. all the waters rough. I got you. So this, the, the, you're gonna have a wave pool. Right. It's just gonna be a pool. Yeah, yeah. I got right? it. Yeah, yeah. Wall's gonna come down. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say, you know, all our safety instructions. Everyone, all our staff speak Spanish. Yep. You'll be right on the border. You don't have to be. The wall's coming down. Trump, oh, so they'll just be able to come Trump, in anyway. It can be everywhere. Right. Okay. You're going to have millions of uh-huh. uh, people coming to your park yeah, every day. Pouring in. Pouring in. Hondurans. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Ecuadorians. Yeah, Ecuadorians. Venezuelans. Colombians. Yeah. A- everywhere. Just listen to our president for a day. Mm-hmm. And you know this is a winner. Yeah. Uh, and what that's you, what, the, the one question is, uh-huh. though, with all of that, 
you're going to have an enormous amount of members of MS-13 coming in. They're going to be having too much fun to oh, do okay. anything. All right, good. I, I mean, I guess it's a good reprieve for all the people being sex trafficked. And, like you know, they get to have a good time before the misery of their life kicks in again. We have a giant, basically lion carrying a viper on a black <clears throat> horse, walking around and with hundreds of thousands of demon soldiers. Mm-hmm. It kind of unites people, <laughs> <laughs> right? MS thirteen uh-huh. is going to be like, I'm with you now, right? Well, yeah, I, I, we're not we're stopping the infighting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll stop the infighting between uh, us and uh, Central America. Is there infighting in MS-13? I'm sure there is. I mean, I thought... They're fighting somebody. Well, okay. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. Good idea. I like it. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot and, of money. And you're taking advantage. <clears throat> you know, when life, gives, when life gives you lemons... You grow them on a vine. You, make, you grow them on a vine, and you make lemonade. Oh, right. You make lemonade. Yeah. With Satan's spawn. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can take that lemonade. Uh-huh. And make a margarita. And then you can sell that margarita. To people from Mexico. That's right. <laughs> and they'll be like, why is there lemon in here? No, they'll, they'll be like, well, they, they're all, they call it all lemons. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Limes, lemons, they call it all uh-huh. lemons. Um, great idea, Noel. Solid. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Darren Evans? Uh, no. Well... March 24th, 2009, Darren Evans was sitting down at his kitchen table uh-huh. with his new Ouija board. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> Puts his hand on the board. Yeah. As he's just sitting there, uh-huh. the board goes kind of crazy, and it just starts the... the the little table you put your hands on just starts flying between the Z and the O and the Z and the O and the Z and the O, just spelling zozo, 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 zozo. Is this pre Led Zeppelin? Actually, Led Zeppelin apparently, with this 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 demon zozo, they believe that it may be the same demon that is zozo that Led Zeppelin took their. Took their sigil from yeah. for that album, um, <coughs> but in the process of doing this, as it's flying back and forth, zozo, 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 he still has his hands on it. Um, zozo says on the Ouija boards that it has come to take Evans' family to paradise. Okay. He then asks, "Where is paradise?" And the planchette moves again, and now slowly. Spells out H E L L. Okay. He kind of freaks out and yeah. jumps up and immediately runs to the bathroom where his girlfriend and his daughter, who's a baby, is getting a bath. Yeah. And he runs in there. His girlfriend's not in the bathroom. Okay. And his daughter is drowning in the tub. Oh, boy. He grabs a girl, pulls her out. And saves her life. No explanation as to where the girlfriend went. He decides, he claims, the demon was responsible for sending his daughter to the hospital. He then goes online to a Ouija board forum Mm -hmm. and tells his story. And in the process, after he tells his story, he gets hundreds 
and hundreds of responses from people All right. having had the same experience with the same demon. Really? The whole zozo, 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 mm -hmm. then a series of threats. And the common thread through all of this, um, the Ouija board will, in different things, will, will spell out obscenities and blasphemies, mm -hmm. promising to drag one's firstborn son down to hell. Mm -hmm. um, people are obviously freaked out by this. Um, after this sort of comes to light and this idea of this demon coming through the Ouija boards, bunch of churches grabbed onto this story. Oh, yeah. And they started demanding that everyone burn Ouija boards. Okay. There were Ouija board burnings. There was one, one big one bonfire in Alamogordo, New Mexico, mm -hmm. where they burned uh, Harry Potter books, Ouija boards, and uh, I don't remember what the third book was. There was another book. But... Um, Lord and Disney's Snow White. What? Yeah, Snow, Snow White, White. Because of the witch and the apple, I think. <laughs> it's all about the anti-occult. Uh -huh. Now, a lot of these people didn't have Ouija boards. They ran out and had to buy them to throw on, to throw on the fires. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> again, after this happened, and this had sort of become a a a thing, a psychologist put together a study that they called the Philip Experiment. And what they would do is they'd bring in groups of people and they would run a seance, not with a Ouija board, just run a seance, in order to summon the ghost of Philip Aylesford. In every instance that they did this, the group would become convinced that they could feel Philip's presence. Yep. They heard knocking sounds coming from the table, felt the table vibrate. Uh, at one point in the study, they claimed to have even seen the table tilt up onto two legs. This happened through each group that did this. Uh -huh. um, they were sure that they had spoken to Philip's ghost and that he'd answered their questions. But in truth, this person, Philip Aylesworth, was completely made up. Okay. He was not an actual person. Um, what they researchers concluded from this is that the human mind can, in fact, create spirits on its own simply through a bit of persuasion and imagination. Uh-huh. Or mm -hmm. spirits aren't picky about what name they get called. That's a possibility, but I feel like that's not the case. If you're really calling a spirit, you have to sort of call that spirit. Right. I mean, people, spirits, certainly I've seen instances in, in, in with uh, 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 people who claim to speak to the spirit world that yeah. someone else will come through. Yeah. But they're clearly not that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they and they they don't respond to that person's name. They just saw like a crack in the wall and came through. But they're not responding to Philip Aylesworth's name. Um <clears throat> Pat Robertson yeah. declared that demons can reach us through the Ouija board. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I read somewhere that if the Ouija board 
If you've let a demon into the world through a Ouija board, you should never burn it. Because if you do that, you'd be haunted forever. Instead, you should get rid of it by burying it in the ground. Okay. Um, and you have to keep the board and the planchette separated. Then sprinkle the ground with the holy water. And you also use some, some to uh, cleanse the area where you use the board. All right. And this happened. And I was like, wow, Ouija boards, man. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Then I thought about the spike in Ouija board sales yeah. when these guys decided that they were going to burn it. Oh, yeah. It was like the spike in disco record sales when in Chicago they decided they were going to blow up all the, sure. the disco records yeah, yeah. in the baseball stadium. So this is what you're going to do. Uh-huh. You're going to create a new game or toy. I sort of, in my head, have it patterned on. Remember those toys you had as a little kid where you'd pull the string and then an arrow would spin around and mm -hmm. stop at something and it would be like the cow and then it would yeah. go moo? You're going to do that, but it's going to be more occulty. Okay. You know what I mean? You'll have pictures of different demons. Yeah. You'll have pictures of of various things, you know, to sort of scare, just to creep people out, of kids out a bit. You know what I mean? Um. Then you're going to hold focus groups, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what every toy manufacturer does nowadays. They hold a focus group. In those focus groups, you're going to apply the Philip experiment. In this process, you're going to name the different demons and say that, you know, it is possible. We're curious to see if this can summon the demons. These people will believe that they're summoning a demon. Yep. Word will get out. You're going to hold probably, like normally you'll hold like 10, 15 focus groups mm -hmm. over the course of the production, uh, of the uh, concept to production of the toy. You're going to hold maybe 100. Okay. Okay? Each one having 10, 15 people in it. Mm -hmm. That's about 1,000 people. That's like the seed that is going to get the word out about this satanic toy that summons demons. Okay. The minute it gets out that you are creating a toy specifically for this purpose, mm -hmm. you are going to have the Pat Robertsons of the world. Yep. All these guys are going to come together, the Catholic Church, and they're going to say, burn these toys. Yeah. It's going to be like Colin Kaepernick burning Nike stuff for Colin Kaepernick times a thousand. Yep. But... Kaepernick, everyone had something Nike to burn. Mm -hmm. They already had it. They already bought it. No one's going to have this toy, so they're going to have to go out and buy it. You are going to make billions of dollars. Yeah. You are going to have to ship extra to like South and Central America, yeah. where the Catholic Church is at its heart. Africa, where the evangelicals are just crushing it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all over America, I mean... You know, the bulk of America is evangelical Christian, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's the thing. You are going to get so rich so quickly. Yeah. It's going to be obscene. Yeah. They already missed the uh, Sudoku train. Yeah. It's so true. this is this is next. Yep. Excellent. You guys, if you want to uh, reach out, tell Josh that you think everything he does deserves a little bit of money. You can. You can get them. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and All show page. Click on the sponsor link.
Whatever you pledge, half that money will go to Josh and I. Half the money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. We know you love us. You love our ideas. You support us. By the way, a little side note. Excuse me. I had gotten something uh, saying we had some Facebook message, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't check it on my phone. So when I got here, I'm like, Josh, you need to check this on your computer. Mm -hmm. Went on. We had a whole bunch on there that we didn't know we had. Yeah. Uh, So thanks, guys, for uh, reaching out to us. Sorry if we didn't get back to you. They were uh, all, almost all of them were corrections. <laughs> there, were, there were some we, corrections. We were severely fact-checked. Uh-huh. A few times. I don't know what we, see, the thing is, because my memory is so bad, uh-huh. like, one of the things we corrected on was that. The uh, Bad Lieutenant. Uh, the Bad Lieutenant baseball game. Yeah. Um, which apparently was Mets-Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember saying, I mean, you said Mets Yankees. I don't remember thinking that that was correct, but I, I don't mean, know. it's possible. Whatever it was. Um, but the Balut, and I don't remember what, what I called it. I don't know. That was wrong. Anyway. Anyway, guys. So, uh, if you have reached out to us and thought that we ignored you, we didn't ignore you. We are ignorant. Yeah. I am not on Facebook and for some, I don't and do I Facebook. And I just check it on my phone. And Noel just checks it on his phone and some so, reason it doesn't come through on the phone. So thanks for reaching out, guys. Yep. Uh, uh, if you're like, hey, these guys don't get back to anyone. Screw them. I'm not giving them a nickel. I want to give Radio Free Brooklyn some money. You can go to get rich, uh, go RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Hit the pledge button. Pledge an amount. One time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a nickel goes to Josh and I. Because we're too busy not getting back with people anyway. You get to feel good. You get a tax break. Because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 organization. You get to support things like the teen after school program. You get to feel good about yourself. If you want to support us without doing anything like that, you can. You can. Uh, send us your tithes. Ten, send us your tithes. <laughs> That's That one for sure. Uh, you can. Uh, Subscribe to the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. You can download the apps, Android, iOS. We got Radio apps. Free Brooklyn apps? We got Radio Free Brooklyn apps. You can listen to the station live. Wow. You can check the schedule. <clears throat> you can get all the archives for all the shows. So I can get rid of my TuneIn app? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Good to know. The Radio Free Brooklyn app's great. I'm sure it is. Um, and we want to thank you for supporting us and allowing us to give this public service announcement that we just did. And our way of thanking you is to give you more money, right? In this case, it is another way for you to get even more rich. Doesn't have anything to do with demons, or maybe it does. I don't think it does. So you guys, just listen the demon, in. Just the demons that are within us. That's right. Now. Make more money. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. But, um, it's your boy, Professor Booty Eater. Um, but let me show y'all how, how I get some money, man. So, I'm real smart. I pay my bills. I do got bills to pay, even though y'all like, y'all probably don't think I, I pay bills, but I pay fucking bills. I help family out. On top of that, I still make profits. I still make money. Which is pretty ironic because a lot of people, they be like, bro, I pay rent. All right, y'all. So if I don't have a bill ready to be paid, like if, I, if I'm if i late on a payment, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you could do that. But some places wouldn't allow it. Me, I'm so fucking... I, pe- people that know me, bro, 
they fucking, they know everything, bro. Like, they know I'm such a genuine person, bro. I'm so good to people, bro. Like, I'm never fake. I'm never fucking doing something fake. And no one could tell me I'm fake, bro. That's, that's why I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I see a real ass bro. I, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see a real ass person, bro. And I'm just like, damn. That's you, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing more better than to appreciate yourself. Y'all like, bro, what the fuck does this have to do with money? It has everything to do with money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, new favorite, guys. Yeah, oh, this, 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 this is, there's going to be a lot coming from that one video. Sure thing, bro. Bro. Um, he's, I, he's too busy making money to finish the word bro. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have time for all three letters. Uh, you know, there's. I love that there's. I had to cut so much out <laughs> because it's so completely insane. But there's also so much where it's like you look at the, uh, you know, because I'm looking at the uh, uh, sound wave kind of thing yeah. to to you know where to, you know to cut it down as a file, and uh, there are these long gaps where it's just him going. Because he's just smoking a blunt through uh, the whole fucking thing. I wonder if he's from New York. No, he's in California. So. Uh, how his, are we going to get these guys? His actual site, his actual uh, uh, YouTube, he's a super popular YouTuber, uh-huh. but it's not for uh, 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 money advice. Okay. This just happens to be one of like maybe three videos on how to stack racks. Yeah. Um, but it's all him getting high. Okay. It's all like him trying out new new buds, new strains, and it's just him getting stoned, sitting in his car, hotboxing the shit out of his car, mm-hmm. and getting like wasted. How do we get him to be a guest? I don't know. We can reach out to him. He may be too popular for us. You know what I mean? He's got like he's got hundreds of thousands of of subscribers on what YouTube. What is with this? Yeah. Oh, you guys. Oh, I like him. Yeah, no, he's great. <coughs> Professor Booty Eater. That's, <laughs> that's not his booty eater. That's not his handle on YouTube. I don't remember what his handle is. No, that's on his YouTube degree. Is. That's <laughs> <his> Professor and <laughs> Booty Eater. <laughs> no, that's just a title. Yeah. Um, anyway, Noel. Anyway, demons. demons. Uh hey, before I give my topic, <laughs> uh, I want to Go on a little side note here okay, for a little bit go ahead. because I found something in this that we need to talk about right. on this show. Uh, so, have you ever heard of Belphegor? Belphegor? No. Okay. Uh, so, turns out there's a get rich quick with Josh and old demon out there. No. Uh, and his name is Belphegor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, Belphegor is one of the seven princes of hell. Uh, he's a fallen angel, mm-hmm. which puts him a little bit above the other angels. The fallen angels are the real deals, you know? Uh, <coughs> so wait, uh, so this is, I just, I'm, 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 you may not answer this. So I looked at one of the things I was looking up, I was like, well, maybe we can become demons. Uh-huh. Apparently humans cannot become demons. Uh, you can have, you can, ha- I don't know if you could become one. But you could have sex with a demon and have a kid who's a half demon. Oh, okay. And they're a demon. Right. But but so everything I had read, but the point being is because humans are humans, they have souls, they go up to heaven. Yeah. 
demons are, I thought, all fallen angels. I don't know if they're all fallen angels. Okay. I think there are fallen angels, and uh-huh. they are almost like the uh, nobility of the gotcha. angel set. So if they're the, if they're genuine foreign angels that started off in the heaven mm-hmm. and got you know kicked out, yeah. and went down to the H E double hockey sticks. Yeah. Don't want to say it out loud. It's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> then I tell you, speaking of demons. Uh-huh. I went and saw Beetlejuice the musical. Okay. The, like uh, it? it was not very good. You know, mixed reviews. Okay. Let me put it that way. But that just made me, you know, demons and Beetlejuice. Yeah. But it was uh it the book was good. Uh-huh. The acting was really good. Uh-huh. Um the music and uh 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 songs mm-hmm. were fucking terrible. Really? Yeah, I you just, wouldn't think that. Musically, I described it as uh, uh, imagine the worst Green Day cover band. Okay. Deciding to make their own music. Okay. And it was like that. It was like this super bad Green Day light sound, and the yeah, and uh, uh, but the, I will say, it's almost worth it if you can get cheap tickets. The Deo scene. Uh, I'm sure that's great. Is fucking. I'm sure fantastic. that's why that got made. I think it got made because it was like, you know, it could be a big spectacle and... And, and, and it's got the Deo scene. But the Deo scene is shockingly good for it, especially it being on stage. Yeah. It's really well done. Okay. Anyway. Great. That's uh, that's a review, guys. Yeah, a little quick review. Uh, so Belphegor, <coughs> he's one of the seven princes of hell. He's a fallen angel. Uh, and uh, one time, Satan, he had heard all about this uh, so-called marital love that everyone's talking about. Marital love. And uh, he sent Belphegor to Earth on a mission to find out if marital love was real or if it was some sort of fallacy that could be taken advantage of. So Belphegor wandered all around Earth, spying on people and decided it wasn't real. In the process of wandering all around, he fell in love with France. Uh, with France the country? <laughs> with France the country. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was appointed uh, among his many titles uh, that, that all these dudes has. He's the ambassador to France. Uh, <laughs> from the, from the, from the from down hell. below. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Belphegor... I've been to parts of France where I felt like I was in hell. Sure. <laughs> uh, Belphegor is invoked by persons who wish to find fame and wealth through invention... With as little effort as possible, uh, these wishes, wishes, as with almost any demonic invocation, are doomed to fail because Belphegor's true mission is to draw the lazy into the sin of sloth through the through the failure or whatever Belphegor provided to the invoker. He draws them into procrastination and idle dreaming. Wow! Rather am, than producing, I am a disciple of Belphegor. Them. He tells them ideas that are so get rich quick uh-huh. ideas that are so great that they begin basically navel gazing about how rich they're <clears> going to be and never get off the couch. Yeah, uh, I am Belphegor. And to top it all off, uh. You know, so they all have different things that they prefer for offerings to them. Belphegor's uh, offering of choice is poop. And (laughs) most drawings of him are him on a toilet. Wow. Thinking up ideas to get rich. I'm like mini Belphegor. Isn't that Because my dog offers up shit to me several times a day. Yeah. 
And my wife offers up feces to me every time she forgets to flush the toilet, yeah. which is several times a day. <laughs> so I and I do nothing. Uh-huh. I'm a navel gazing procrastinator. An idea, just ho- get rich quick idea, spewer, spewer, and just hoping to just get uh-huh. rich magically. Yeah, and you know the lies of marital love. I do know the <laughs> lies of marital love. <laughs> and do you like France? Eh. Okay. That's my one thing that, you know, I'd, I, Work I like on Spain that. more than Work I like France. Work on that, and you can be a prince in hell. Oh, God. Ambassador of France. He's got a whole lot of armies, too. Of course. I mean, it sounds like if you're if you're up there in the, yeah, t- yeah. In the upper echelons of demonness, yeah. like, you know, you're one of those guys, yeah. you got, you know, hundreds of thousands of demons at your disposal. That's right. A little lower, like, you know, gremlin-y kinds. Anyway, I, I had to tell you guys about Belfagor. That's a great one. Because we Belphegor. basically have been invoking him now. Yeah. This is our 192nd invocation For, of Belfagor. Yeah. At some point, he's going to come back. He's got a... Belfagor, Belfagor, Belfagor. Yeah, and he owes us 10%. Mm-hmm. You guys, so so my <laughs> actual idea is a quickie because I knew I had to talk about that. But uh, I'm going to talk about the, Zeme, the demon Zeppar. Uh, Demon Zeppar is the 16th demon of hell. He's a great duke. Uh-huh. Which I don't know what that means. But he is a great duke. He was he a Marx brother? <laughs> he was a, a, yeah, he had, like, hoi, <laughs> Um, he had, uh, he wears red armor with a red cape. Uh, and what he does is he causes love and lust for people, mm-hmm. but at a price. Uh-oh. Right? Uh, I just experienced that a few days ago. Uh, love and lust at a price? I, I paid a lot of money for some love and lust. Oh, well, we don't know. I want to know about that. What do you mean? I Dinner with my wife. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> awful. What are you thinking? I don't know. Craigslist. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so what the price is, which I'm thinking more in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. this was considered more of a, a tragic price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so... The price of, of the love and lust of, with the people that you want is that no children will be able to be born of these relations. Uh, and I guess that was a deal closer a long time ago. But nowadays, now there's a lot of yeah. people out there that that's their bag. Yeah. Right? They want to be thrown around town. They want to be with someone they love and have a great sex life with. And they don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zippar. Don't need to use uh, uh, condoms? No need. No need to fuck your hormones up with birth control? No need. Wow. No, and you guys can get crazy. Zepar should be uh, 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 our health insurance company. Yeah. Yeah, and our, so if you're going to open up this Zepar invocation mm-hmm. uh, dating app, uh, you, you're going to be, your motto would probably be something like Zepar rhymes with Zipcar. Uh-huh. And that's it. That's, 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 <coughs> that's going to confuse the shit out of people. Uh, no. Not when, not when they... Uh, soon, Zipcar will be like, hey, rhymes with Zepar. Yeah. I don't even know if a dating app is the right thing. They should just be Zepar clinics. Sure. For people to ca- come, get invoked, yeah. and then, you know, it's done. They can raw dog all day long. Mm-hmm. And and I, I read forums about people who would, were invoking them, uh, and they and said... Pregnant. <laughs> No, there's no pregnant to get getting out of it. Uh-huh. Uh But they were saying, like, you know, if you're really choosy about it, it needs to be this one person. It can take a little while for for the magic to work. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to put it out there and anyone will do. Yeah. Boom. Instant. Yeah. Instant. <clears throat> I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. I want to be with the demons. <laughs> I'm down with the demons. 
Uh, so real quick, Noel. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Honorius the Third? Uh, no. He was a pope from 1216 to 1227. Did a lot of things, as all popes do, especially in that time when popes were super powerful yeah. and really mattered. But what he's kind of most famous for among popes is uh, deliberately doing ceremonies to summon demons oh, I so did he hear could about then banish guy. the demons back down to hell. Yes, I did um, hear about this guy. He did this because he wanted to be ready to fight Satan at any time, yeah. and the demons were his sparring partner. He is the writer of what is potentially considered the world's most infamous book of magic called the... Uh, oh, shit, what happened to the... Uh, Cut and paste error. You uh, guys, the demons are messing with our cut and paste. Hold on. I got to pull it up because it's it's a very specific French name. It th- This doesn't happen. Oh, Josh is looking up specific French things. Belfazor. Oh, look at that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Honorius III. Belfagor. Um, Start in the movie and Honorius, what's his name? Honorius the Third. Honorius Bastards. Um, here, it was called the Complete Grimoire. So Grimoires. Yes. Oh, I did read a lot about the Grimoire. Are, are yeah. books on magic yeah. of Pope Honorius, um, and in it, he basically has all the incantations to yeah. bring up all the big demons. Yeah. You want to call Lucifer? This is the book you look for. So I didn't have one idea for this. I had a lot of sort of thoughts about this. So number one. The idea that you're going to call up demons to fight with them, to spar with them, immediately brought up like a fight club thing. Mm-hmm. That people would pay fucking money yeah. to see demons get called up and be fought with by yeah. the by the top demon slayers, as it were. Yeah. So that that right there, yeah. you know, and you know, we t- we talked about the magic of pay per view and all that. But then I was thinking of you could do trainings. Yeah. Right? Everyone. Who wouldn't love, like, you know, in the same way that people love paintball. Yeah. Right? These fake wars. You have, you know, these demons in controlled circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you got all these kids coming to learn how to slay a demon. Yeah. Uh, that's another one. Um, I don't know. Anything else good in terms of that. But you get the point. Yeah. You know, you could put together an army of demon slayers mm-hmm. and then rent them out to people. But anyway, so there you go. That's it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, uh, this is a chock full one, right? Uh, You want to get in touch with Josh or I to tell us how chock full of it we are? (laughs) You're chock full of it. You're chock full of it, dude. Uh, Chock full of nuts. Yeah. (laughs) On your chin. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, You can, right? You can get us on Twitter, GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yes, on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Although Josh apparently Noel. we don't, we we'll don't check We'll eventually that. find it. <laughs> we'll eventually find it. I feel like Twitter may be the best way to reach us. Twitter, Twitter is or the best email. way. Yeah. yeah. Or email. Or Facebook. But I it, check email every couple of days. Facebook is so weird. I don't go on it. Yeah. I haven't gone on it for almost a year now. And eventually I'm not going to go on it too, so we should... Every week, say it a little softer, a little Facebook. Right. You go on iTunes, you can subscribe, rate, review, <coughs> anywhere, actually, where you get a, I, where you get pi- podcast. You can rate us. You can review us. You can tell your friends. You can tell your enemies. Uh, if you only listen to a podcast form, we implore you to tune in Saturday nights at 8 o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn, Eastern Time, that is, for our French listeners. Uh, and um, listen to Schemes Five Days for anyone else. Get there a little early which you already probably did, and listen to Art Star Scene 
stick around a little late, listen to whatever freaking rerun they want to put after us right now. Uh, you got a lot of money in your pocket right now, guys. A lot of money. What are you going to do with it? You got to do something with it before it drags you down to hell. Josh, uh, he scours the internet to find ways for, for you to get rid of this money. So, Josh, take it away. Send that money! <laughs> for the 30th anniversary of Star Wars, Lego made a special 14 karat gold C-3PO minifigure. The figure is currently estimated to be valued at $10,450. There you go. One of those little Lego, Lego minifigures. Yep. $10,450. Get it. Get a whole bunch. Yep. Get a legion of them. Get 36 legions of them. <laughs> yeah, daddy That's right. So, you guys, uh, we have full faith in our ideas, and we know that they'll get you rich. How do you know that they're worth shucking off your family, mortgaging your home, Getting rid of your kid's college fund, isolating yourself from your friends. It's because Josh also scours the internet for rules to get rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week, Josh? Uh, today's rules, 10 rules to help make you rich from self-made millionaire Kevin Green from yeah. the Wales Online. <laughs> yeah. Um, rule number one. Okay. You are only as good as the people you surround yourself with. That's right. And when you surround yourself with demons. Legions of demons. They're pretty great. You're, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, know your business weaknesses. Yeah. Know your business's weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> you can find, I'm trying to find the guy's name. Oh, Vine. Uh-huh. He will teach you things known and unknown. That's right. Right? He'll teach you how to take down towers. Yeah. And he'll build up towers. Oh, he builds up yeah. towers. He but takes down But you don't want to be starting a wall company yeah, anytime exactly. around him. Exactly. Um, number three. Number three. Embrace change. Embrace change. That's right. Uh, go out there, guys, and find a little lady with the help of Zepar. That's right. Uh, find a little fella, whatever it is that you want to find. Whatever your thing find. is. Yeah. Hug it and love it. There you go. Three for three, no. That's right. We're three for three. Rich. We're getting rich on demons. That's right. We didn't even need the fucking rules because demons are clearly a straight path to money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So anyway, once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Okay. 